join our psychedelic smoke sesh as we explore exciting new dimensions of existence, thought, and possibility. We'll take you out of this world and blaze through infinite realms while occasionally forgetting what we were saying. (laughs) (laughs) This This is is Higher Consciousness. Welcome to Higher Consciousness, Season 2, Episode 3. Trace. Can you believe it? I, I can hardly believe it. Every time we record a new episode, I'm like, wait, we're at what number well, now? Yeah, well, part of it, we're record, we are kind of recording a little bit out of order, but that's okay. Hey, um, sometimes that's so, the way your brain works. Yeah. A little out of order. It, yeah, exactly. So it makes sense. I am so excited for this episode, though, because this is one of those episodes where I feel like we will have many extensions on in the future. More in-depth discussions. Yeah, more yeah. More specific kind more of... More work revolved in this. Right, like detailed dives down into... Yeah. Right, but And overall, I would like to even lead ceremonies with these things, too, with, one With day. wet things, Liz? What are we talking about today? <laughs> so, we're talking about psychedelics! Oh, boy. Ugh. My favorite. Ugh, I love psychedelics. And I don't say that in a way... I don't want it to come off in a, like, wow, like, you're so into, like, drugs, Liz. Like, right, my mm, God. Yeah, my well, that's why we're doing this, to break that stigma. So, I love psychedelics because I believe psychedelics are essentially a tool to evolve and grow and to become better human beings and even to use them to connect to other dimensional beings, spirit, God, goddess, the universe, Mother Earth, however you want to see it. Um, But ultimately coming to the, I think, universal truth that you are all of those things. Right, right. And that's almost like it is a, a... it's pathway a to a realm where you can experience more of that because you know what we experience in this three-dimensional existence on earth is very rooted in time and space and i think is locked into a specific perspective mm-hmm. but psychedelics allows us to open up that perspective to to take in more data that's around us all the time, I think. Yeah. Right? Constantly. Like, uh, more data that's not, um, that we can't necessarily process quickly, I think. Well, with the senses that we have, the, the tools, the, the connections that we have to the, the outer world. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. psychedelics, I think, is it's more of a, it's not a connection to an outer world, per se. It's more of an inner world. Mm-hmm. A world that we don't have a closer connect or a, a, as close of a connection to the the sensory devices that we use within our bodies to connect to it like um say like the pineal gland yeah right like that's something that's like your biological third eye essentially right right something inside of your brain that's been dormant for millennia that many of us don't use uh, most of us don't use um, but some of us have figured out how to and through the use of psychedelics i think that opens that gland up to, you know, more possibility for data input, 
right? Mm. Um, on an ongoing basis. So, you know, people like shamans and, and priests that have been using these drugs, or I shouldn't say drugs, plant these medicines. Medicine. I know, it's, it's like, a, it's, I, we're still, you know, we're, we're still, still breaking trying to that yeah, break, this, break yes. the cycle. So, um, but, but using it on an ongoing basis, I think does something to your brain in between those periods when you're not using it. Yeah. So much, right. Seriously. Like so. a huge, it's a, it makes their life changing experiences. So we're going to talk all about our personal experiences with psychedelics and which psychedelics Get we've, personal. What we've personal. had. And I love like how Dave explained it. Cause it's a very, very well thought out <laughs> and oh, flowery way of, of well putting it. Well thought out. <laughs> I want all of my words to be well thought out. Yes, I know. We try really hard to. Well, for this episode, you know how I normally like to, you know, try to do something special. I know as he's waving the, I'm getting there. Hold on. I'm literally just (laughs) waving the the joint around in the air like, we need this. I wanted to share the, what I did for this particular episode. So in celebration of this episode, I like to try and do something special for at least every episode. Um, Did you get mushrooms? No, oh, I really shit. wish we would have gotten mushrooms. I would have loved to have some mushrooms, but oh, that is okay. We will have them some other time. Um, but I instead made bong, which is essentially... Not a bong. Yeah, not a bong. Not a bong, I mean. Not a bong. <laughs> not a bong, a bong. Bong is spelled B-H-A-N-G. Um, I did not make it really... With the actual like flower, I used hemp seed powder um, because we don't have enough bud that I am willing to give right now to, <laughs> um, to try and make this work. Um, it. Yeah, well, next time I'll do it. I want to get more comfortable making it first with the hemp powder before mm. I incorporate like real flour um, into it. So bong is a bong is essentially. Something that is drank um, or taken in Thailand, um, in Middle Eastern countries, <clears throat> and uh, Middle or Asian uh, areas. If I'm saying that correctly, Middle Eastern, Asian. I don't. Uh, uh. I'm sorry. It's mostly taken in Thailand. Um, so don't quote me for everything else. But it's mostly taken in Thailand, and shamans will take it um, to you know invoke journeys or to uh, use in celebration. It's traditionally drank from. In Holly, the this uh, was the holiday of Holly, and actually it's available to everybody on the day of Holly. But traditionally, monks and shamans and uh, spiritual leaders, priests and priestesses—I don't know—I'm don't even think priests and priestesses, but traditionally the people who are in a hierarchy of spirituality are the ones who are invoking this drink. And so I wanted to make my version of it so I have that tonight and I'm going to be opening up before I bless Mary Jane with something that I have made via a meaningful dream called the higher consciousness bundle Uh, (laughs) and it was strictly inspired um, from this show and so how could it not be uh, I know right so basically to make a long story short without taking up too much time um, (laughs) taking up you know seven minutes of your time Hey, we, you were talking for the first couple You're of minutes, too, so back off. Um, so I make alternative bundles, um, bundles, alternatives to, like, sage or palo santo to help cleanse the space and to help bring in good juju into your home or into yourself or whatever. Sage and palo santo are currently endangered, and I 
am really a big advocate of trying to showcase all of the magic that plants have to offer and to give sage and palo santo a break. So I've created these higher consciousness bundles and I do have actual hemp leaves in them, which are amazing. And it has a lot of really just relaxing and historically used like divination. So blue lotus is in here, for example, lavender, chamomile. So there's a lot of there's just a lot of love in it, so I'm gonna open it up with this. I didn't. You're. I. You're not gonna hear me using other episodes because we've been recording out of order. But from now on, I'm going to be using this. And if you want one, you can get it on my website at meaningfuldream.com. But let's go ahead and open up the space to get ready for this episode because I kind of already feel like a trance state kind of coming. I've been um, feeling strange all day. You were saying that your Saturn return begins officially today, so Ugh, I know. I I was I don't know. I was kind of feeling <laughs> I myself shouldn't say like, that. oh my goodness. Yeah, your Saturn Some return. Strange energy in the the room. Well, it's because we're also entering the conjunction with Saturn and Jupiter here on the solstice, which is Monday. I the the solstice. <laughs> Um, it's okay. We, we did it. So you have a, right. a way of just burning holes in carpet and yourself and clothing. It's fine. I'm, I, I survived. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get into a comfortable space. And with this higher consciousness bundle, we open up the space to do this show. We invoke the elements of the North. In the element of air, the west in the element of fire, the south in the element of earth, the east in the element of water, and the sky in the universe with the element of space. Thank you, Mary Jane, for opening our consciousness opening our minds and our hearts and our perspectives. We open this space for the great show. For the great show. <laughs> for the great show. <laughs> and now we will bless Mary Jane. We are smoking Thin Mint Cookies, correct? Correct. All right, so let's bless this Mary Jane of Thin Mint Cookies. Um, I'm going to have the bundle go over it too just to kind of give it some more... Energy to cleanse the space, to invoke magic, to reconnect us to our psychedelic experiences. Bless you, Mary Jane, and thank you for being here with us tonight. We ask you that in this show, through our experiences, may we open the hearts and the minds of those who are listening. And may our show be fun, informative, on track, <laughs> dope, and full of enlightenment and new discoveries of psychedelics. May this episode encourage us to think and to feel and to operate and look at the world differently, especially through the lens of psychedelics and Mother Earth and you, Mary Jane, since you have been the leader of said psychedelics. We bless you and thank you for that. And we thank you so much for being here. Amen.
Yay! Yay! And 11, 11, make a wish! Yay! <laughs> All right, time to. Oh, serious time is over. You know, it's so funny because when I go back and I listen to those things, I can't help but just like laugh at myself because it's just you do like. Because <laughs> what? Because you do that a lot. Because <laughs> it's just like I go back and forth from such different. Um, different states sometimes so psychedelics um i feel like i've been like, kind of ho- hogging the the spotlight well, here for no the one, last minute no so. wonder this is the psychedelic show because we've had so much prayer and like beginning preamble to the the show yeah. where it's like it is like a psychedelic like shot experience i kind experience. of feel like we should turn off some of these lights to make it a little bit more of that trippy i'm gonna do that so why don't you first off how about let's talk about what psychedelics are, how we would define psychedelics, um, and we'll start. We'll start with there, and then we'll kind of, and we'll go into because I also want to talk about the stigma and why we're not using psychedelics and why they're federally sure. illegal and sure. things like that. Absolutely. So, psychedelics are substances that have a psychoactive reaction within the brain. So basically, what that means is that it creates an experience that expands. Your your traditional interaction, your traditional experience of your environment or reality. So if if you know, say you know, like marijuana, it's not necessarily what you would call a um, traditional hallucinogenic, um, but it's still psychoactive in the sense that it alters your brain chemistry. So you know, like mushrooms or LSD or something like that, it's going to give you a, a an altered state of consciousness where you're actually going to feel like you're in a different reality. Whereas marijuana, you're going to still be in the same reality. However, your your experience of that reality is going to be slightly altered. So, you know, with with Mary Jane, you know, I think Mary Jane is is something that you can utilize on a day-to-day basis to kind of connect to these these other realms of existence beyond reality um, without journeying, you know, right? Because with, with these other... Well, you could do it with, with Mary well, Jane, but it's much... Yeah. It's, you have to focus, I think, more. Right. I mean, I'll be honest with me, I've never felt on uh, <coughs> using marijuana like I <coughs> transported <coughs> myself to a different place of being time and space. <laughs> But some other people have that <coughs> capability. And that's know, okay. Everyone's going to respond differently. Right. People that are more intuitive or, or, or people that have a closer connection to the, the plant spirit themselves, possibly. I'm not entirely sure, but that's what I would assume. Uh, but with other types of um, psychoactive substances, mushrooms you know, come to my mind, not just because I've mm. had experience with it, but because to me... It's it's the holy grail of all psychoactive experiences in my mind. You know, as much as yeah, why would Iowa- you say the holy grail in, in your mind? Well, because in my mind, the the mushroom is what led us to um, our our current state of human mental cognitive development. Um, many scholars and 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 historians believe that the mushroom played a major role in the development of our brain 
um, as we as we evolved. You're right, as we evolved from a uh, an ancient species into right. the more modern. You know, oh, oh no, and down the goes mic. the microphone. <laughs> Gotta be careful. I was trying to get the ashtray, and I just happened to, you got to them hit big, them. Big ass sleeves, girl. Mm-hmm. Watch your sleeves. Watch your sleeves, people. Don't burn your sleeves. Don't be knocking over. Yeah, the don't burn your sleeves, and don't be dropping your bundle ashes on your leg because yeah, it will burn. That happened twice. Yeah, um, and I was fine. You were fine. <laughs> so, the mushroom, though, <laughs> the reason I say it's the Holy Grail is because you know, to me, it's it's what sparked. <laughs> An expansion of consciousness, <coughs> and Liz is coughing again. Uh, uh, it's the uh. coffin chance for Liz to time for her to cough again. Yeah, sorry. Beautiful. I expanded that. Yes, one a bit. I love it. Anyway, I love um, mushrooms. mushrooms are that thing that sparked our development into the the place that we find consciousness today as a collective human species. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and we've seen it in religions, we've seen it in shamanism, we've seen it in pretty much everything. It's, it's, it's quite literally, we were just watching a document about how um, mushrooms, the Anamita muscaria, I'm saying that correctly. I always say the it The Enemy of Muscaria. <laughs> so the Enemy of Muscaria is outside the gates. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? <laughs> No, it's but, Anamina, uh, Anamina Muscaria, I believe okay. that's how you say it. But okay. I'm kind of high, so... I'm kind of... Just a little bit. My mouth you know, don't work so good. This is higher conscious. This, my mouth don't work so good <laughs> when I'm on that Mary Jane. <laughs> the sound, that's like, what are you, are you just a country boy now? <laughs> hey. That was cute. We're, we are, we are the all, it. the all is, is we. That is so. true. We are all, all everything. Um... But yeah, no, mushrooms really have, we were just watching a documentary about how mushrooms were essentially the fruit of knowledge in the Adam and Eve story about how yeah. it wasn't the apple that was essentially gifted to Eve, it was, it the, was mushroom. the mushroom instead. And Ooh. so that, that in itself, I think is going, it's controversy, you know, depending on what you practice. And I would encourage that, you know, even if you don't practice Christianity, or if you do practice Christianity, to just, you know, think about it for a minute. If we know that mushrooms do essentially, like what Dave was saying, connect our brains and allow us to think and process, like, problem-solving much faster in a way that is more of internal and not relying on external sources, isn't that essentially, like, what God and Jesus preached is, you know... Go within. Go within to... To do that, and so mushrooms are the guidance and the guiders of that, and because they are essentially from Mother Earth, they are the essence of Mother Earth, and when you take shrooms, like, you come out, you're not the same. Like, you quite literally are not the same person as you were when you first took them. I know for me, I mean, we're going to get into our personal stories here in the second half of the show, but, I mean, for me, when I took mushrooms for the first time, I had a profoundly changed, you know, outlook afterwards um it was it was something that uh it was a perfect first trip because <clears throat> a it wasn't a bad trip at all which That's can amazing. happen uh if you and take too much and, too. yeah you're not you're not prepared for it um but it, it was also a trip that lasted forever i mean i i was in a great place in this mushroom trip from about um probably 11 o'clock at night till about six or seven o'clock the next morning so i basically stayed up like all night and uh nice. yeah it, it so was, wait, it was wait, how, yeah well now that we're 
talking about it, I guess, like, um, so I guess before we talk about experiences, I guess I would say, like, what are some of the other benefits that we could find? What other kind of psychedelics are there? Yeah, I mean, we just talked about mushrooms and Mary Jane, but I mean, there's LSD. What? There, there's ash on the ground, like a big yeah, ash. Ash on the ground, ash ash on the ground. get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. It's fine. Yeah, and you say I have so many burn holes in the, on the carpet. Well, that's what I get for get. saying what I said. Yes, that's so it. Right. That's everything right. comes Every, back around the universe. True. The universe is now balanced. Yes, everything is now in harmony. <coughs> so, <laughs> there, you know, there's there's plenty of other substances. There's LSD. You know, peyote. There's peyote. San Pedro. San Pedro. DMT. Crantum. Ayahuasca. Um, um, yeah, ayahuasca is a, a huge one, but I don't want to get into ayahuasca because I There's know a fish. I know we're gonna get into ayahuasca. Oh yeah, we'll in get into ayahuasca episode. in the next episode with so. um, our guest Ooh. Chelsea, Ooh. who I'm so excited. Someone about Someone who has actually freaking gone yeah, to the Amazon to take, take ayahuasca. ayahuasca in ceremonies, yes. in actual like shaman. How ceremonies. I personally believe it should be taken. Oh. So it is a quite. Rem- it's really interesting to to hear what she had to say. Looking back at my my spiritual development process, I remember looking at those trips, looking at how much it would cost to actually we'll book a trip to the Amazon jungle. Um, I think it, at the time, this is maybe like 10 years ago, but um, at the time it was like $1,000 or something like that. It was actually that pretty bad. cheap, yeah. If you're listening to this and you ever want us to come and experience um, something that you are doing or retreating or something in any part of the world and you want us to spread the word for you, if it's yeah. a psychedelic ritual or something of that nature, we are right. interested for our own personal journeys, but also to, to share, share the plant man- right. plant medicine with the world, essentially. So well, just throwing that out there, you know, for whoever may or may not be listening. Well, a lot of these substances, you know, um, uh, they, they were consumed by Aboriginal cultures, you know, for de- for centuries, mm-hmm. and they were used it in order to back to shamanism. Right, it, it, they were used in order to have a closer connection to the all. The we got <laughs> we got kitties wanting to chime into the conversation. Yeah, over there. Just to Just all. Well, she was, she really was tapping agreeing in, with me. Yes, maybe tapping the, into the animal instincts. Maybe Annabelle was a shaman back in the day. And maybe she was just saying, you know, for a second there, like, you're damn right. You're <laughs> damn right, Dave. You got it. You nailed it. Preach it. Well, speaking of, like, animals and shamanism, like, that is essentially, like, um, part of the experience, I feel, is tapping back into... Like an animal-like instinct, but it's not necessarily like you're becoming an animal. You take um, sounds and movements mm-hmm. and like colors and things of that nature of said animals because animals are believed to also mm-hmm. be holders of different energies, um, energies and perspectives Power. and stuff. So you'll see a lot of animals be a common theme in uh, psychedelics, especially in, in shamanism. You'll see right. a lot of shamans dress and or imitate well, animals and animal sounds in order to help one person journey into well, right. the when experience. You, when you have <clears throat> these journeys, oftentimes you will see familiars or you will see you know, spirits that show themselves to mm-hmm. you in the form of either an animal or an animal-human hybrid. 
that's very common. It's yeah. an animal-human hybrid being. That's why we see um, it in things so that many you see, cultures. Yeah, things that you see in Native American cultures, in Egyptian culture, African, African cultures, African culture, Mexican Latin American culture. cultures, yeah. right. Yeah, Latin so, American. So, honestly, to me, all of those <clears throat> those, dis- those descriptions and those, those um, stories come from those experiences, those experiences into the psychoactive, hallucinogenic world that is always around us. So with that, you know, that's an interesting concept. Like the fact that all that these substances are doing are changing the chemistry of the brain in order for us to expand the perception of the reality in which we're already existing in. So these things, these realms, these spirits, these experiences are all around us all the time. Yeah. We just don't have the ability with our normal brain chemistry to tune into them. And I see like normal brain chemistry because all they're really doing is adjusting the chemistry that's already in there. So like DMT, that exists in the brain mm-hmm. already. Yeah, it naturally already produced. exists. In, yep. And many people th- believe that w- we see what we see because of the, the amount of DMT that the brain produces. If the brain produced more, mm-hmm. then we would naturally be able to see into these other realms. And that is a hypothesis about, you know, or an explanation uh, for people who are intuitive or people that have extrasensory perceptions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just somebody who has a brain that naturally produces DMT in a greater amount, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. to think about I or think, or the fact that we could do that ourselves somehow i mean it's already in our brain and i think if our brain is a muscle and you and you know work with the being an intuitive if you exercise that muscle it's you know and if you keep up with it then that's how you can develop it i believe we all can develop these extrasensory skills it's all within us if one person that you, one if you know one can person it. can do it then right. you know that you can do it well, in some way but you know you may <coughs> you may be you know extra special in like a different sensory it's not to say that you may have the same you know mm-hmm. there is that sense of individualism as well but the interesting thing about psychedelics is that one of the the main things about psychedelics i feel that is really mm, awestrucking, I would say. It can be awestrucking. I was thinking like lightning bolt kind of energy, very like a tower energy if you were to reference tarot, or very like hard, very heavy, kind of like a death. It's the ego death. So mm. you experience a lot of that in the That's psychedelics, rough. and you kind of come back to yeah. the original sense of unity and community. And, yeah. um, That's an interesting and part getting, of And getting rid of your ego. Yeah. And, like... Because we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, but... And, and it's not saying, like, getting rid of. I should We shouldn't say that, because no, I think that's unhealthy. You're we should have check. Yes, yeah, so you're putting your ego in a check and balance, essentially. Like, right. where there's... We should not be leading with just our ego. Our ego is a part of us, and we should find a balance and harmony with our ego, but we should never get rid of it because the ego, I think, I believe, is what makes us human. Well, yeah. I mean, without it, we wouldn't be able to have the experience that we have. We wouldn't be able to be so focused on a, a personal identity that is separate from everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, like if, if you took the ego away completely 
everyone would just remember, I think, that we all are the same. We all are the same reflection of each other. And we don't have to have these, you know, insecurities and these worries about what other people think of us. You know, like I, I was just thinking about this the other day, the fact that, you know, the, the major obstacle that's holding many of us back is what other people think and the, the narratives that we create yeah, hard one. for ourselves or uh, you know of these other people and their thoughts about us that we actually truly believe right so like you could have a friend of yours whom your entire relationship with that person you believed that they thought something about you mm-hmm. just based off of what they've said or how they've acted or things they've done whatever it may be however you may come to find out, at, you know, on, on your deathbed, right? They come to you on your deathbed. Yeah. And you're just confessing all these things that you thought your whole life. And you say to them, you know, I, th- I thought, you know, that, that you, I thought that you hated my haircut. I thought that you hated my haircut my whole life. Why did you hate my haircut? Telenova. <laughs> this reminds me of, right? like, the Spanish soap operas I watch in my pizza house. And come to find out they love your haircut. Yeah. They actually loved it. Well, they just never said it or something. You didn't believe that for years. Yeah. And it it completely alters your perception and perspective. Mm -hmm. So, you know, within that, I I think what psychedelics allows you to do is to break down that ego Mm -hmm. and to at least put it into a balance with your other sense of self your other connection to the conscious you know collective Mm -hmm. and we all at that point can see through the the lies of the stories that we create for ourselves the illusions they are illusions they are absolute figments of our imaginations yeah it's really freeing and liberating what did you say yeah absolutely well i remember when we were up north uh, we're getting to the halfway point, so I feel like I can start talking about some of these stories. I remember we were up north, the tip of the thumb of Michigan. Um, I know it's like for people that are listening to this outside of Michigan, like it looks like a mitten. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like a mitten. It's on like the tip of your thumb. Right. Like, yes, we use our hands as maps. And we that's do. Like, and like, why not? Don't be jelly. Don't be jelly. <laughs> so we were on the, the tip of the thumb of Michigan on the beach uh, one summer. And we had these chocolates that were infused with psilocybin mushroom. And we experienced a very similar trip, which was very cool. I, oh, my God, I, I yes. don't know how long it took it me a minute. I'm like, wait, he's talking about the trip we took together. Yeah. I was the, just, <laughs> the first time we took a trip together. Our first yeah. trip together, too. That was yeah. like... To have a good first trip on, yeah, as a couple, that was like, and that was my first time tripping with like a a romantic partner in that way too. So there was a lot of first in that experience. Go ahead though. Well, the the most profound thing that I remember from that experience personally, because all these experiences are personal. That's the thing that we often forget about. There um, is a uni- unified thing at the end, but like yes, but well, there's yeah, the personal. There's, there are there are very. similar experiences that we all can I think come together collectively and share in. Mm-hmm. However, the way in which those spirits come to us, the the form that they take, um, the you know, yes, I, <laughs> I heard the the buzzer in it the went background. Eh. It went. Ah. <laughs> 
Jesus. Okay. You should try this bong and let me have some of that joint that you've been bogarting. Oh, what? Whoa. What? Shots fired. Well, I just want to see what you think. I'm very curious to hear your your perspective. Um, Why is everything that you make (laughs) chunky? There's like bits of like... There's rose petals in there. My goodness. I put rose petals in there and I'm It's definitely a loose drink. (laughs) It's like... Guys, it's it's like um, it's like rosy chocolate milk. <laughs> There's hemp, a lot of hemp powder in I there. I don't know. I don't really milk. taste the hemp in it. I put so much in I there. I put so much in there. I know it came out more chocolatey than it did anything else, but okay, it's, it's you, interesting. You, go ahead. You hit that. No, you hit that because I need to go downstairs and turn off that thing on the dryer because if I don't, it's going to keep on buzzing at us. Oh, my God. It's going to ruin the show. It's not going to ruin the show. It's going to be buzzing and buzzing and buzzing, baby. It's going to be buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. I'm going to go do it real quick. Okay. Real quick. Okay. Keep the show going. In the middle. Keep the show going. Okay. All right. So um, oftentimes in psychedelics, a lot of things can get thrown in, you know, your face unexpectedly. (laughs) Um, so what I mean by that is, so he was talking about the psychedelic trip that we were having in up north. I forgot like what I was thinking, like what city we were in, but I don't remember what the city we were in. But anyway, so we don't have to say what city we were. We don't have to. We were just we were on the tip of the thumb. Look how Um, fast I am. Yeah, that was like really fast. Yeah. Um, but. So it was, it's, I think, very rare to actually be able to experience the same thing that another a person similar, is experiencing. Right. And when that happens, I feel like that's a confirmation that you're on a, a similar wavelength. Um, Definitely. And then a similar, like, vibe or whatever. But psychedelics but, are known to kind of, like, suddenly, like, just go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing and it can be really intense and even that experience was like that especially like with the elements because we were experiencing a lot of drastic because we were essentially like on a beach so we had a fire and um we had like this beautiful sunset right before i felt like it was so welcoming yeah like a storm that came and then the full moon came out and then the stars and shooting stars and we saw lightning it was like i honestly felt like we experienced like almost all of the seasons in a way in like a span of time you know we didn't get like a fall we didn't get like a spring or winter but it was essentially like this rapid change and we were both in the same kind of trance of like do you feel this are you connected to this oh my god and like we we were having similar revelations and it was just like oh my god well it was nice to have someone that we could bounce you know things off of where you're asking you know do you see this do you see that kind of thing and for me they're meant to have in community right like i i remember profoundly looking up at the stars and just feeling as though i could see um, galaxies, portals, and vortexes that didn't yeah. actually like that doorways, you know, that I couldn't naturally see with my my own eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, it but it was you know profound things, you know, like um, picture, you know, like like it's they, hard to put in words sometimes. Well, right, because it is a, a, a experience that goes kind of I think beyond. <coughs> Some description. 
goodness. Take a drink of my chunky bomb. Yeah, you, you, uh, you even better. Even though I haven't had any coffee, my in goodness. This. Uh, <coughs> is this weed, man? It's really harsh, and it's really it, it, hard to get We were doing just fine there for a second. <coughs> Go ahead. I'm listening. I hope so. So, <laughs> the, you know, the stars, the the galaxies, and that sort of stuff. That was amazing. Um, the other thing that happened that I, I, it doesn't seem like it's, it's that big a deal, but for me personally, it was, and it was, I, I, I would say the most profound, I actually felt like I could take a breath for the first time. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like sometimes I suffer from this, this thing where like, I just hold on to my breath too much, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm like squeezing and tensing my, well, my lungs. And... Right. And, and I think exactly that's what it is, is, is holding on to stress, holding on to anxiety. And when I was out there on the beach, you know, just looking out there with the mushrooms running through me, I remember I felt as though I could actually exhale and let go of all that stress and anxiety and all that shit that was like a hard, like a hard, heavy, dark cloak and take a big old deep breath for the first time again and experience, you know, that renewal that I, it's hard to get. Yeah. I feel like at least for me so far, anyway else, you know, I, I, I even tried to do it through meditation sometimes. And even with meditation, it feels like I'm still, you know, I, I haven't quite got to that level. That was profound. Well, I think I think the difference between meditation and psychedelics is meditations is something that takes um, time and, you know, even maybe potentially years of practice, whereas psychedelics can kind of speed up that um, yeah. <clears throat> for you in like a few hours. Right. But the catch is, is being able to continue to take the medicine after the trip um and continue to invoke like what you've learned and whatnot because to again integrate like, to integrate it into like yeah. your experience but it's not to dismiss the meditation because what the psychedelics do it they kind of focus on it's interesting it's a external thing an external tool that invokes an internal um epiphanies and enlightenments um breakthroughs and things like that and meditation is that too but meditation is more focused on the internal than it is at like the external but there's a lot of external things that have to go within the meditation too but with psychedelics there's just with like it just speeds it up in 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 a way it's a it's a great it's meant to be for healing not to to get fucked up and but but that's the thing that's amazing about it is that it is naturally occurring in the plants and in the earth around us in the in the nature around us so it's pretty clear to me that these things have been created that that grow around us naturally for a reason you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. We our our ancestors consumed them for centuries in an exploration of consciousness of the self, and then all of a sudden that's how we evolved, right? Right, but then all of a sudden there is this like movement of <coughs> control and domination and subversion of any kind of you know use of psychedelics for spiritual connection um, by with all due respect, religion, 
you know, um, organized religion, <coughs> Christianity to be specific, you know, like, yeah. um, they wanted total control over the, the spiritual connection that the people had to God. Mm-hmm. And by placing a priest in the, you know, in place of, in a way, and, right. or someone to be like the, the messenger of, well, because essentially what psychedelics do, they make you think for yourself. And what does religion, you know, most religion, it's not, we're not against, again, like religion, but what we're saying yes. is, is in history, Christianity um, wanted to dominate and to have power. And they saw the danger of people being able to think for themselves. So, exactly. of course, they banned. Well, and realized that. Yeah, they and they want to power. God themselves. They don't need to right. go to a church, you know, with all due respect. I mean, I, th- I see it. There's with a church, lot of there are ritual good things elements. And there are bad things, right? Yes, there's with a lot of beautiful rituals in Christianity and, you know, a lot of witchcraft and Christianity and things like that because it was essentially like oh. an evolution. Not an evolution, but taken from. From paganism and we were their li- practices. We were listening to this thing earlier today that was suggesting that the Eucharist is a mushroom. Oh yeah, and it's not know? like the actual blood and body of Christ. It was the mushroom, because uh, I don't forgot what they were referencing, but they were referencing. Um, they were talking about how the how Jesus in his travels went around the world and created, or not created, but but cultivated, I should say a sense of, of wisdom and knowledge about reality through these types of psychoactive experiences. With mushrooms. With mushrooms and other substances. Um, there's also, you know, theories that Jesus <laughs> went to, like, places like the Himalayas, you know, in order to connect closer to the chakra energy of the planet Earth itself. Because a lot of people... Uh, believe that the Himalayas is the, the the source of a lot of strong spiritual energy of the earth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you know, there is this theory that Jesus brought the knowledge and wisdom of these psychoactive mushrooms to his disciples, and they partook in it, you know, i.e. the Eucharist, in order to have the same experience as Jesus, a connection <coughs> to spirit, a connection to God. And there's even biblical scripture mm-hmm. to back some of this up. Um, you know, ways that in which Jesus spoke and the things that he said that, you know, really kind of play along with this idea that's pretty amazing when you think about it, you know, um, Because I know personally for me, whenever I've partaken in mushrooms, that's what I feel like. I feel like I am much more connected to the all, the source, you know, like the time that I took maybe a little bit too much on our camping trip and you had to shaman me for the rest of the night. It wasn't that That like, it was just like, it was one of those things where we were in an environment where, um may have not really been the proper place for you to experience, like, the mushrooms (coughs) on the level that you were on because we were in an environment that was really quiet and, um... Yeah, it was hard for me to be quiet. Yeah, and Dave could not, like, be quiet. I was really amazed by the world. Oh, my God. I had to be like, (laughs) Dave, shh! 
like, Dave, come here. <laughs> there was a point where... <laughs> you, you, you almost become like a child in a way, you know, because they're... Yes, they're, and know, sometimes you is, forget about your surroundings if you don't have is, a guy. Well, in a way, when you, when you, do, <coughs> when you do a lot of, of these, these substances, you know, you do kind of have an experience of life without... Your all of your preconceived experience of of it. Mm-hmm. So like everything is new again. Everything is novel again. So yeah. you know you look at lights and you're like, oh my god, They're that is beautiful. the most amazing, beautiful thing I have ever seen. Because you've never really seen that before. Your brain is not connected to yeah. all the, the previous experiences you that you've had with it. You just experience beauty in a much right. deeper way. So it's like being a child again. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So yeah. why don't you talk a little bit about your other experiences? Because I've only done mushrooms and you've done some other things. So why don't you share? <laughs> With, why don't you share with the class? I'll share with the class. Okay. Your other experiences, okay. Elizabeth. Well, I've um I have done um mushrooms. Um, <clears throat> we've done a couple different types of mushrooms too. I just want to know uh, about the philosopher's stone real quick. The philosopher's um, stone. Yes, the philosopher's stone was a really life changing mushroom for me and is not like your traditional mushroom. So just a, one thing about mushrooms real quick and then I'll go into my L S D trip that I've had. Um uh, <laughs> actually you were a part of that L S D trip a little bit too. So Dave, anyway. I love you. <laughs> shush, oh shush, my shush. God Dave, I love okay. you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yes, yes, I do love you. I but love I was you so like, much. Oh my god. Sometimes I just get like really emotional. Okay. All right. So, um, are really in touch with my emotions. Okay. <laughs> um. So the thing about the philosopher's stone is, and the thing about mushrooms is, is traditionally mushrooms do kind of have this like Alice in Wonderland kind of theme where everything's like whoa and magical and like. It doesn't make sense, but yet when you really think about it in a really deep and philosophical way, it makes so much sense and it unifies everything and you're just like a whole new person in a way. So normally they do have this kind of adventurous kind of feeling, but the thing about the Philosopher's Stone is that that one in particular does not have that. It has that for maybe like I would say like the first half hour hour, but the remainder or the the rest of the trip is a very very grounding and experience like just like a the most grounding experience that I've ever felt I honestly felt like I was a tree I felt like I was mother earth um I felt like when I walked I could feel the roots in my feet move amongst and within the earth I could feel the sense that we were on this moving spaceship in a way of the planet Earth in the galaxy. I could see through the atmosphere of Earth and could see the cosmos, the stars and shooting stars and the colors and space, and I could even see the grids and everything. So it was a much more introspective but also an unveiling of how like how everything kind of works in this world at least in my experience and it it kind of felt like a snow globe I felt like I was in a snow globe like earth was the snow globe and like space was like 
the the person like shaking it or something and i kept seeing like Whoa. nature spirits i saw a lot the of nature, nature spirits, spirits shaking the globe <laughs> No, they were just among the trees and the forest and oh, in the my tapestry that I had created and stuff. So interesting. Um, so it's a much more deep and you, it's a much more connecting. You kind of see things like why are we here? What is life? What is your purpose? And what what are you here to do? What are you here to learn? So it's a much more deeper. So anybody who ever you know gets to have that experience, and I'm so grateful for having that experience. Um, so anyway, so my LSD trip that I had <laughs> was just, oh my God, I, I like, just like going back and thinking about it makes me feel like I'm on it again <laughs> because like I <clears throat> was so incredibly happy and like, here's the thing, like I didn't really take that much. I only took like, maybe I would say like a half tab or whatever. So it's not like a full trip you would say, but I feel like I'm in tune enough to like, I'm in tune already enough. I don't think I need to take <laughs> no, that well, much. No, I, I'm sensitive is what I'm saying. Like I, I, and that's why dosing is something that, is, you know, is incredibly important. Like if, right. and we're not saying, and here's the like one thing I want to say too. Like we're not saying go and do psychedelics, but we're saying if you're going to do psychedelics, be mindful of the dosage that you're taking, the foods that you're eating, the environments that you're in, the people that you are with. Environment is huge. Environment and people. Having yeah. somebody with you is incredibly important um, because sometimes you could have what you would say is called a bad trip. And the but what a bad trip essentially <laughs> is is your subconscious showing you the the fears and the yeah. the things that you are avoiding that you need to yeah may, being made manifest in your reality like kind of showing you like behind the veil of the magic and the power of your words and your thoughts and your actions so if you're not in a good place you're probably not gonna have a good trip because you're not in a good place because you're going to actually see all of the consequences of everything that you've done and said and have in your past and your present as well as into your future so they can be life-changing experiences and that's why people come out like you know people who are suffering from like alcoholism or depression or other things like that they kind of say they understand their demons and it's because our brain again as Dave was saying before it connects quicker and better when you're doing that and so the same thing happens Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to release that because now we're going into... I had to release the demon from my stomach. Yes. <laughs> Actually, burping is um, a way of releasing energy, just so you know. I mean, anything that you release uh, uh, is a way uh, of like releasing like energy, um, like a physical purge. Like That's what our body... Our body is a vessel, essentially, for like spirituality and other other factors and things yeah it's fine okay anyway so my lsd trip so <laughs> so my lsd trip <clears throat> for me i was so connected to my inner child i was just so happy and so giggly and i just like was so fascinated with everything like i was at a music festival and i remember 
Um, we weren't, I wasn't at like a concert at this point, but we were at a point where we were in the trees and I just remember looking at these sticks and like, I'm already somebody who's like so in love with nature. So like Liz on LSD is like Liz on ecstasy with nature and I haven't, ecstasy is on ecstasy. (laughs) I haven't experienced ecstasy yet, but anyway. So it's like, oh my god, these sticks are so beautiful. Nature is so beautiful. Oh my god, I love these so much. Wait, and, wait, 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 wait. You were on uh, LSD? Yes. Wait, I thought that was just you all the time. Exactly. <laughs> I swear, when you go out to take a walk, even in the winter time, you're just like, oh my god, look at this piece of wood. It's, it's amazing. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's perfect. <laughs> And then you set it back down and walk away. Yes. (laughs) Continue with your... But it it just kind of, like, I think heightens your your inner child. And I think I'm already very connected to an inner child. So it was just very giggly and very, um, very unveiling, too, because the main message that kept coming through with LSD was that the signs and the messages are all around you. You just have to be willing to look. And... The reason that I felt that way is because with LSD, even though there was a sense of, like, giddiness and, like, connected to my inner child and, you know, a couple of phone calls of telling Dave how much I love him, like, so much and I wish The whole time I thought me. you were drunk and then I, like, <laughs> realized that yes, the next day I was like, oh, no, she was tripping. Yeah, yeah, and, like, oh, my God, it was just, like, you know, colors become fascinating, colors become, you know, especially for me, I'm a very colorful person, yeah. so colors were just more heightened. I could see the colors of people's auras. I could see the colors of people's <coughs> third eyes. I could see, um, like, energy pathways of people, like, where they were walking, like, the arrows and the directions that the energy path was, like, headed towards because the what the current of people were already kind of doing. And um, I could see, like, eyes in the trees, especially at night when we went to go see Dixon's violin. Um, Ooh, tree eyes. Yeah, and, like, his music tree connects eyes. you to your heart. And I feel like with when you're on psychedelics, and LSD in particular, when your your heart, your inner child lives in your heart space within your soul, but also I think within, like, your solar plexus as well. And your solar plexus is, like, what makes you shine. I think it's your ego. It's, like... <clears throat> or your confidence, and so there was a sense of connection of, like, confidence within the connection of Mother Earth, the connection of unity, and the feeling that I kept getting with LSD was just how connected and united we were, and I remember Mm. feeling so sure of, like, where I was, why I was here, all the choices that I made, I understood it all, I could see, it was like, I could see the larger picture, oh, and I was in an environment, that 5D, yeah, man. well, it's like, you could really see it, but then, Looking you down, know, I've taken that with all. me since, so when you take psychedelics, you have them with you spiritually, like, in your energy <laughs> field, with you so you can tap in re-tap into those experiences at any point in any time but I just remember like being in awe and like I just felt like I just wanted to like hug everybody I wanted to make friends I did make a friend her name was Anna and like we did like the uh, plur like same candy forward is backwards. Interesting. <laughs> what just same forward is backwards Anna. yeah yeah and she she was just very it was just nice to, and I was with people that were 
just so welcoming and just so loving and uh, it was honestly like it was such a good experience and I was really happy to to have it because I just the biggest thing that I took from it was how magical our world really is and it was just like I felt like I could ask the universe or myself a question and like all of a sudden boom it would happen and I remember like what I remember when it first kicked in there were these girls that were like like, we bumped into each other, and I was like, oh, we're sorry, and they're like, we're sorry, and they just, like, decided that they were gonna, like, grab, like, go in a circle and make a ring around me and start, like, spinning around me, um, singing, yeah, like, fairies and singing and stuff, and I was like, for whatever reason, I'm gonna spin with them, but I'm gonna go the opposite way, and I was like, holy shit, I think my LSD trip started. Ooh, yes. Did these fairies actually exist? Were they really people? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I believe they were very real people, but it it was... It was just you don't know. So it was very on point and magical, and I won That's a pine awesome, cone man. ring within this. I saw like a I, <laughs> I won a pine cone ring. Yeah, and like oh, a, I, I had colors all over my arm. Yeah, I had colors all over my arm, and then it like came off so fast, and I was so upset, and I was so mad because it was like well, I remember I was oh. like I like oh my god, like I am so like sick of the shit or something like that i don't remember i don't remember I'm sick like, of this shit. i was like ugh, this is like such a mess or whatever but yeah. i like it <laughs> i was like i have i was happy i did it it's just it came off so fast but um so yeah you just want to like play more and you want to enjoy life more and like things though so like there is a sense of like you do kind of lose your sense of maybe responsibility so you have to really have a strong mind to remind yourself to drink water to take care of yourself to rest well you you forget you're in a third dimensional body (laughs) yes you forget that you have a body to take care of so that's why it's good to have people that you trust yes so you know traditionally if it's a friend and so you know shaman and normally i would say like you know now knowing and being in this work you know i would rather do it in a ritual way but i feel like that was a very ritual way because you're surrounded by music you're surrounded by nature you're surrounded by people who i think really just ultimately want to love and just be who they are and it's a very accepting and it's like as long as you're not being stupid and um you know doing things that could be potentially harmful and you know being mindful and it's just but it's again like i don't want to say like I I also, like, know that there's, it's just, it's a weird topic to discuss because it's one of those things where um, you're not really supposed to, to do those things there. And so it's not something that I... I don't think you're supposed to do those things anywhere, actually, federally. Like, federally and legally. <laughs> and it's, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, it's, like, it's that fine line of, like, I don't want to encourage people to do things that could get them in trouble um because I was fortunate to have things magically appear at the said forest we'll we'll, we'll say that so yeah, that's they, what I say that's yeah because it was safe um but ultimately, <clears throat> but ultimately the thing about it is we understand that these things have been kept from us as a collective for purposes to that are not supportive 
of any of us. Yeah. So I think sometimes... Because they don't want us to think for ourselves. Right. Sometimes we as sovereign adults need to make sovereign decisions for ourselves in our own development. And if that is outside of the current uh, governmental mindset, uh, so be it. Yeah. So be it. But, but I, I hope that you know, we're here to change that. You know, look at Oregon. Yeah. Look Oregon at, banned all drugs. Like, that's amazing. And then Colorado has, like, legalized shrooms. Ann Arbor, Michigan here has decriminalized shrooms, too. Shrooms, so, like, mushrooms are going to be the next medical marijuana. Yes, it's they will be. It's going to be the next thing that, yep. that starts hitting, you know, elections in the next couple of years. Yep, and we'll uh, start seeing other plants come behind that, too. Honestly, out of this COVID thing with the, the economy the way it is, I would be surprised if uh, marijuana isn't federally legalized because, it. I mean, the, in the states where marijuana is legal recreationally it has done wildly well yeah and i say that because i like the alliteration uh (laughs) but with it when it comes to mushrooms i believe mushrooms are far more medically useful than marijuana i mean marijuana is medically useful um there's lots of evidence to support that but mushrooms by far there are neural connectors. So, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of ailments that people suffer from, from PTSD to Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. that could allow us to live better, longer, more fulfilling lives. And if all it is is taking a mushroom every once in a while, I mean, come the F on, people. Yeah. Um, I, and you a, can grow it yourself. Right. You don't need to go through a pharmacy. You don't need to go through a healthcare system. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I guess that's somehow outside of what, the traditional, you know, story has been because mm-hmm. the traditional story has been to keep us away from those things and will control what kind of, you know, How you pain relief and, and medicine that we can provide for you because, because they want to make the best money. We can do. Yeah. Right. Well, it's essentially that like, <clears throat> some of it is like the best that we can do, but ultimately I think there's, there's just, it's about money. It's about making money. And then that would yeah. mean trouble. And that's why I think we're going to, yeah, we're going to see a lot of the opposite, you know, come up, but we're seeing a, a really good, I think, forward trajectory right. towards psychedelics. And, and, and the one thing I would say too, about my LSD trip versus mushrooms is LSD does kind of melt your brain a little bit. And, um, it's a much longer trip. I prefer, more of the plant medicine yeah, I'm more than of a, I do, a nature guy. I even though the experience I loved. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I'm not against it, you know, once in a while. It's one of those things where it's like you do it once in a while. It's not something where mushrooms, I think you can do they're, more on like a, a daily basis if you microdose. Well, I believe um, they're not uh, many, <clears throat> many psychoactive substances or my, many hallucinogenic substances like that are not addictive. There, there, there's not a quality about them that makes them addictive. Um, I can't remember the true. The, we're at the end of the show here, so oh my, my God. mind See, I knew is so slow. I'm like, I can't really I'm like, remember. I want to keep talking about psychedelics because I love psychedelics. I love like because like I one knew of the this things was that happen. like it's yes. going to turn into a two-hour show. <laughs> And I, that's two not happening. Two-hour show. Two-hour show. I know I we have to like be done here real quick. So, I just love psychedelics because. Um, they really do connect you to everything, the meaning of life, the reason why you're here, the connection to Mother Earth as well as others. 
and it really helps you kind of unify and center your perspective to more of a community consciousness and more of a collective consciousness as well as um a more healed and beginning healing because you know it's not once those trips are done it's not to say that's it like you take the medicine with you there's a lot of reflection that happens afterwards and there's a lot of like things that are happening internally that you just cannot say or do or process externally and I think on any psychedelics that you do but the one thing about psychedelics that I think we have to say is again like if you're going to do it you know I would say watch the documentary have a, a good trip uh, take a nice trip like they put it in a really good way of how mm-hmm. um, you know they share different experiences and like all the different colors and like you know well Hamilton's Pharmacopia is also oh, a great Hamilton's show Hamilton's Pharmacopia I know you're like in yeah, love yeah. with Hamilton yes, you'd probably I marry am. him if I wasn't no <laughs> uh, that or John no. Mayer whichever well no different reasons <laughs> But, but still, uh, that's a great show. Series to watch. I think they got beauty. a new season coming out in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Uh, in January. Yeah. So I'm excited uh, psych- for that. Psychedelica. Psychedelica. And Gaia. And Gaia is great. Yeah. None of um, this is sponsored, by the way. But we're just no, but throwing these things. Like, these are things that we love and resources. enjoy and resources. Yeah, yeah, they are great resources if you're interested in these types of things, and you want to understand more about the history of them and why they were used for centuries because they were used wildly. I mean, people were literally giving them, like most uh, ancient civilizations, you were taking these substances when you're 18 years old as a rite of passage into adulthood where you would go on shamanic type journeys and you would be gathering information about uh, not only the, the divine, but yourself and how you fit within that picture yeah, and what you could take true. back with you into the physical world to express into the physical world. And that's who you were for the rest of your life, truly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think beyond the recreational aspects of it, which I enjoy, you know, it's it's a great way of de-stressing your body and to, you know, um, experience something for new for like, a little a little while. Yeah, it's great um, for healing so right. many healing things. Your, healing your body, healing your mind, healing mm-hmm, your soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also uh, as a way of gaining great insight into yourself as a, as a person um, mm-hmm. at, at, at an emotional um, and spiritual level. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It just, it's really profound, and like I, like we said, like, you, you take it with you, like, even after. Yeah. So, every time, every time, so. Anyway. And I would much prefer, and to move forward into more of a, a ritual kind of oh, way, well, and in the future, I would love I know, to maybe I like the, the, do the that. the recreational side of it. Yeah, but. I, no, I think, I think there's great sides to both of it. I think there's healing in both of it. I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong it's with that. I think well, it's we have to make space like, for both. Well, but I think I, I like the journeying aspect yeah. of it. You're more interested in like the daily healing and I'm more interested in the, the spiritual start. And I think that's right. just like the two sides of the different coins right. that the medicine has to offer. And I right. think there's space for both of it. And I I'm totally not a... I would love to, to try microdosing mushrooms recreationally. I feel like that would be so amazing. It, you know, it, it... I really think that would really open up and yeah. open me up in a lot of ways. So I'm open to it. 
Well, and and I think it also helps with your your overall well being. You know, like you were saying, it's a healing type thing. So, like, if if you yeah, it would probably bless it, like know. you know, we do with Mary Jane and stuff before right. we take it, kind of thing. Right. So, anyway. Yes. Oh my gosh. So it's yes. The end of the show. It's the end of the show. We went over like a little bit, and Dave as we has always to, do. Yes, as we always do, because we but said like we love psychedelics. So there's a lot of psychedelics so we didn't talk about, but we're definitely gonna talk a lot more about ayahuasca and a little bit of DMT oh, in yeah. the next episode oh, yeah. with Chelsea. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's, it's gonna, gonna be great. Good. Oh, <laughs> she's right. also a fellow Libra, so I'm gonna say there was lots of Libra love happening on the show. So much, so much Libra um, love, so much energy between yeah. the girls. Yeah, on that show, yeah. <laughs> I think Dave felt a little left out. I'm it's sorry, okay. baby. It's okay. I love you too. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You yeah. Aquarius. Okay. All right. So. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on higher-consciousness-talk.com. All of the links to our social media are there. I'm not even going to go on the, the vent anymore. No. But in future no. episodes, you'll hear my frustrations with that. Silly but I've internet. made peace with that. But just know that the timelines are all different and weird. So thanks for, for listening. <laughs> To the psychedelic experience and our psychedelic trips. We'll definitely talk more about this in the future, I'm sure. And we'll probably right. do more work around this. I I'm, I have no doubt that it will definitely be there. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And we will talk next time. All right, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. Where is it? Oh, here. The, the square. <laughs> Listen to more Higher Consciousness every Thursday on Spotify at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.